You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome back to another episode of the Quarter Life Crisis. I'm Soraya. And I'm Daryl. And today we're going to be speaking about something that, well, hopefully we're out of the woods. I hope. I hope so too. Uh, yeah, it was the entire MCO and WFH, two acronyms that became the talk of the town. You know, you know what else people use <laughs> more commonly than MCO and WFH? <laughs> <laughs> the term, a new normal yeah. and unprecedented. <laughs> 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 the amount of times I read that on social media posts and the amount of times I heard people say in companies like, enough lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's all anyone can talk about and we lived through it. We are now back in the studio recording and I have to say, I'm so, so grateful mm. that we're back at the office. Never, Feels good, right? Never have I missed the office so much. You know, driving in the first day, I'm like, oh, parking my car feels great. Never so, thought I would say that. Uh, speaking about parking your car. So in my case, uh, the MCO, I didn't have a car with me because like I left my car back in my hometown and I brought it back here. So that considered, I've, I didn't drive for about, what, three months? So a little bit backstory about me. Before the whole MCO started, I broke my ankle. I remember, yes, right. at my birthday party, <laughs> playing futsal. <laughs> yeah, but it's good lah. Right, so so that happened uh, around the end of last year, right? So I, I broke my ankle and I was homebound for about, what, four months? So four months passed and I was so freaking excited to come back to work, right? Because I, I, I got a job, but like I couldn't come to work because I, I was on crutches. So they said, okay, fine, like, you work from home for the, for the first four months. <laughs> Right, and then I came back like yes. Now I can finally go back to office. I can meet all the people that I've I've only spoken through con calls and whatnot, but I've never met them in person. Mm-hmm. So okay, great, I can meet these guys. And then I came back to office for uh, one day. Oh my god! And then next day they announced there was MCO. So it's a continuation of another three months of working from home. So there's a total of seven months of me working from home and not driving. So I've never touched the driver's seat of the car for seven months, and like I never really gone out <laughs> for anything. So yeah. it was a seven month house lockdown for oh, me. Oh wow! So actually, when we were when we all just started working from home, you were like. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. You were like, like, it's like, oh, I, just another month. <laughs> I worked from home before it was cool. <laughs> so you must have been so used to it, lah. You had a routine and everything, and uh, yeah, I, I had a routine. Uh, it was okay, but I think my whole system sort of changed because, like, I didn't have much exercise. And I'm not one who inten- intentionally exercises, but for the first time <laughs> in my entire life, I was a bit self-conscious with my fitness and my body because, to be really honest, I got a beer belly. Like, <laughs> in the seven months, I gained 10 kilos. Oh, wow. I got a beer belly. I've gotten lazy. I didn't exercise much. After, like, you know, looking at my belly, I was a bit a bit self-conscious. And mm-hmm. then now, you know, I'm trying to slowly get myself <laughs> on track, reduce my carbs. Well, so that was one of the unexpected side effects of mm. working from home and MCO yeah. on you, so right? I think that was the biggest <laughs> side effect for me. <laughs> Literally like the biggest. My, my weight. <laughs> so I, for the first time in my entire life, actually tried to grow facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah. You have a beard like now, ish, no, a beard, I mean, goatee. I, I just never allowed it to grow because I always shaved it, right? So yeah. so this time around, like, since I'm at home, might as well just go full on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we will get into all the pros and cons of working from home, but I guess we can start by talking about, you know, what your schedule was like when you're working from home and how productive mm. were you? 
So I thought my whole work from home schedule was great. I thought I was way more productive than than I was previously when I came to office and stuff. Mainly because you you don't have to you know wake up early, get ready, shower, mm-hmm. drive to the office, and also so you get rid about like that two to three hours worth of unnecessary stuff in your day. So mm-hmm. it's purely work. So I mean I I'm a little bit of a slob. So early in the morning I wake up. The only thing I do is brush my teeth and get on to work. I, I don't shower and you know, I shower once a day. So yeah, 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 a little bit too much information. Yeah, but that <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's for you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I I cut out like to about two to three hours of all those uh, logistical reasons out of my day. So I start off with uh, with work immediately. Of course, there's like you know when you just woke up, you you need something to get you going, right? Because like you don't have the the whole hustle and bustle of getting ready and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's having a quick uh, breakfast, coffee and whatnot, and then get on to work. So I felt overall my performance during this whole period was very very good. But the only thing that annoyed me the most is person-to-person connection because, ah. like, in the industry that we work, we we've got to deal with people whether whether we like it or not. It's not like we work alone all the time, right? So I work in productions. So I've got video editors to work with, my director, my manager, and whatnot. It's easier if if I'm not sure something or I want to discuss with you something. It's easier if I could like just walk to your table and mm-hmm. then we could speak about it. Done. Close case. Yeah, you don't have to be like, hey, can we do a Zoom call at this time yeah. and then set up the meeting and calendar invites. And- <laughs> shit like that so so in that sense it wastes a lot of time and efficiency but in terms of focus i think it was much better because i was always no i was working at home i had my housemate with me but like there's no other dis- distractions at home because like you, i've got nothing to distract me mm-hmm. at all literally mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so uh it was full on focus on work by the time i'm done with work i i've accomplished way more than i expected on how i could you know achieve something when i was in office lah wow so you actually were Productive. Very you productive. made use of those hours that you saved yeah. that you weren't sitting in traffic. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it felt quite good. But yeah, like I said, lah, it's a bit unhealthy as well, lah. <laughs> <laughs> How's I it mean, for you? I think I actually cultivated some healthy habits. Mm. Unlike you, I did not gain 10 kilograms. <laughs> and I actually started working out. I think a lot of people did this. Like, yeah. You know, you would see like some of those workout videos on YouTube. All the comments Mm-mm. are like, who's here because of quarantine and the gyms are closed? And I'm right, like, right. me. <laughs> and then they all showed yeah, their workout routines at home. Yes, jumping jacks. Exactly. And like you can turn like a couch. And I saw people like lifting a couch as part of their, you know, instead of lifting a, a barbell or whatever. Right? Yeah. So for me, um, definitely I was productive in some ways. Like, Like I was able to wake up, water my plants. Mm. I could oh, water right, my plants. plants. The, yeah, I do. I water them in the morning, and then I could actually make breakfast. You know, in the past, right? I would always have to make like really quick breakfast, and oh, you eat it in the car, dripping everywhere. And then, but I was actually able to, like boil <laughs> eggs. I could make hard boiled <laughs> eggs for breakfast. <laughs> and make my own coffee because obviously right. I'm not going to go and walk out just to buy coffee like you're supposed to stay home right? right I could dust off my French press and ah. use it yeah all these things that, you know wow I could hard boil my eggs make my coffee um, water my plants and I would really enjoy like uh, having some structure so I would do that and then 10 o'clock it's time for our first meeting of the day and that was my only human interaction for mm. the whole day because I live alone right so I would look forward to that and then yeah the rest of the day I was quite productive because you're not what else are you doing you know i i know i'm sure some people are netflixing away lah huh? when <laughs> when they didn't have meetings but we were very very busy because it's as you can imagine it's really difficult to go on air right. from your own house so we were doing things like recording into our phones and then my boss lent me a, a mic 
recording into your phones. You've got to send it to an engineer who then has to sort of balance the audio. She sends it back to me. I then upload it into the radio system, into the system um, that kind of operates right. our station, right? So I found that it was tedious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't difficult, but it was very tedious. Mm. So when you ask, was I more productive? I actually don't know if I was more productive or I was just taking longer amounts of time. I was like doing work constantly. Yes, so I was productive, but the work took longer. Processes and stuff. Yeah, so maybe you could say then it was less productive because this could have been done so much faster Mm. if we were in the office, right? Mm. Um, And so my days were really long. I would start like, I would hop on the computer like 9.30, 10. And I would sometimes finish past midnight and uh, my only break was the exercise. Uh, Good old radio life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm amazed that we were able to go on air from home. Yeah. And you know, the, it was really rewarding when the listeners would say things like, I couldn't tell that you weren't in the studio. You know what surprised me most? Because like we were at radio together last year, right? Mm-hmm. So it surprised me on how much things like this could make radio changed so much because like when when I was here it was hardwired in my head that Mm. radio has to be from the studio Mm -hmm. right so even even like the processes were were so rigid to the point where you gotta be here literally to get your stuff done I was actually quite surprised on how fast you guys could like you know change your process make everything mobile Mm. rather than you know from the studio all the time so that was great so you said something about you know how how you work alone you stay alone and stuff did you ever feel lonely because like you're cooped up at home for the longest time and like you you couldn't have visitors and whatnot. Like. Yeah, I, I couldn't. And I mean, I couldn't really visit my parents either because right. we were trying to maintain social distancing and whatnot. And they're they're not old, but they are getting there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go and see them too often. That's one of the unexpected good things mm. that I learned about myself during right. MCO. I thought that I would go nuts. I was like, cabin fever is going to strike within the first five days. I guarantee I'm going to be going stir crazy at home, right. bouncing off the walls. I wasn't. I actually started to get really comfortable just mm. being all alone for days on end. Literally, right. my only human interaction was that morning meeting that I told you about. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I was fine. I like being alone as it is, but I thought that being alone and stuck within these four walls would be challenging. Mm. And it wasn't. I started to really enjoy my solitude and I got really just happy being at home, enjoying my home because normally, you know, you're out all day long and... It's just to sleep and wake up and go to work. Exactly. Yeah, so I, w- I got to enjoy my home. I didn't enjoy the electricity bill, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was nice. So I think I'm just amazed that one, we were able to adapt to working from home yeah. quite quickly and quite easily. We were quite nimble in that sense. Um, but yeah. also that we were able to adjust and that I was able to adjust mentally. Uh, I had a running start, la, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You had, uh, what was it, four months? Four months extra. Of getting used to yeah. working from home before you ended up in the MCOs. Yeah. Uh, but what about you? I mean, were there any unexpected pros of the MCO? Yeah. So contrary to you, I've had two other housemates living with me. So in that sense, I was okay because like, I think I have trouble being alone for a long time. So I was very, very lucky. I had two other housemates with me, so I didn't feel too weird. Right. So that brought us closer because like day in day out you only see their faces (laughs) right so we gotten very very much closer we've gotten to know each other much better i mean despite the many years of us knowing each other we actually really really got to understand each other better uh how it's like living with each other i mean like previously we lived together but i mean it's like i see you in the morning before i go to work and then i come back have dinner together and that's it and now we literally do everything together right so another good thing about this mco i 
learn how to cook. Yeah, we, we were at home. I had more time to myself. Yeah. Previously, I was very much forced to. I mean, like, buy because, like, you know, after work you're just so tired, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was very ignorant because, like, I, you know, I was too lazy, and it, it was hard in my head. And it, yeah, I suck at cooking. I, I probably not the best thing for me to do, but now it's like, ah, oh, maybe I've got a bit more time. I've got a stove. I've got a kitchen. Let's so see you, what I can make, lah. You know? So you also became quarantine master chef, lah. I'm telling you, all the Insta <laughs> stories I saw for weeks, ah. Huh? I made bread. I made dumplings from scratch. And I was just like, so much of this. <laughs> I'm just not as confident as them, I guess, because like whenever I look at my food, I'm like, hmm, maybe this is not Insta worthy. <laughs> so I'll just probably just eat it and then just keep my opinions to myself. You know, it, it's probably not the best. I could get better, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. But just like, you know, being able to consume whatever I cook, it's, it's an achievement right there already. Lah, you know, I didn't have any stomach aches. I didn't have to run to the toilet. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good achievement. Right there. And it's that you were able to make that sort of mental switch from being like, ah, I am just I'm not good at cooking yeah. to being like, you know what? I actually can. Yeah. And I guess that's like me and the healthy habits that I picked right. up, which was exercising every day. Mm-hmm. I hate exercise. I'm one of those who has a gym membership but never goes. Right. But because the, the hours were so long when we were working from home, that was my only pretty much my only break. Yeah. I would be like, okay, 6:30, I'm just gonna take like a 40-minute break, a one-hour break to just exercise mm. and because all you do is sit in the chair exactly and my man my ankles were getting stiff from just sitting sitting all day long and it's like i have to get up and move so that half an hour to 45 minutes every day was my <laughs> chance to step away from the desk put down the laptop and then you know just move a bit la. and mm. it really and the endorphins were, i think what right. also were really crucial to my daily routine so I think we both picked up a healthy, a good, a good habit. A good, I, I wouldn't say healthy. <laughs> I, I, I drank more. <laughs> you drank more than ate your own cooking. Yeah, right? yeah, I drank more. My only form of exercise, I think, was cleaning the house. Okay. Yeah, because like I'm a neat freak, right? So when when you live at home more, you tend to dirty up the house more. That's practically my own exercise, I guess. Mopping, uh, vacuuming the house, the motion mopping. of mopping. Yeah. So sometimes even twice a week because like I couldn't take it. Like like you know, I need to clean up. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Right. So that's yeah. that. I remember walking to the garbage disposal room Mm -hmm. and thinking, wow, it feels great to walk such a long distance. It's not a long distance. It's really close. (laughs) Five minutes walk. Yeah, but it felt so nice. Not even five minutes. It was literally just down the hall and back to my apartment unit. (laughs) But I was like, whoa, I'm walking such a long distance. (laughs) So proud. (laughs) And even grocery shopping felt like like exercise, you know. (laughs) <laughs> ah, grocery shopping is that's a whole different story about that. Oh yes, right. grocery shopping in the age of MCO. Tell me about your experiences. I freaking hated it. It's great. You've got SOPs in hand. I mean, all the supermarkets you've got a lineup. They'll take your temperatures and whatnot. It's fine. But the lines just to get in to just get something something really simple like spices and stuff. You got to stand in line for about a good half an hour to forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and that's what I hated the most. Yeah. Like and during MCO, we made it a point to cook. Uh, every day just to save cash. Yeah. Because we had the time, right? So we had to go and get our raw materials, right? We do a shopping trip maybe once every two weeks. So we just stock up the house for two weeks mm-hmm. just to make our lineups worth the while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I hated that. Every time yeah. every time we had to do that, the nearest supermarket to me was the Tesco, right? So we had really long lines. Uh, yeah, like I said, half an hour, 45 minutes lines. And then the, there was one point I remember when we went inside the supermarket and then they had timers. 
So oh, they made sure wow. everyone that got into the supermarket goes to the fresh area first because you know they're trying to limit the number of people that are inside the supermarket yeah, yeah. at one go so that you you let one batch of shoppers enter they done with the shopping then they they go to to make their payments and then another batch goes in right Wow they were mm. mi- they were really micromanaging your shopping trips because yeah. that that's really quite strict it's very strict what uh, but they- it's great because like it was a very empty supermarket inside but outside it was people were lining up that was definitely good though mm. um but i can i can only imagine like how do they let you know that your time is up they go running after you hey so they, get out. it's on the loudspeaker so oh, wow. so they, they they make it they made it a point where as soon as you step in they've got like their staff and all t- telling you straight away go to the fresh area so if you need to buy chicken you need to buy vegetables they will say okay this batch of shoppers you only get half an hour to buy and then they'll tell you if you got 10 minutes left you got 15 minutes left and what not wow it really felt like master chef you know you know when when they run to get their their to the pantry to the pantry <laughs> it really felt like that yeah, yeah, yeah. no time to uh, mosey around and see oh, maybe i need an apple uh, maybe <laughs> i'm going to eat a banana so like just grab put grab put grab put Literally and then grab and go oh, yeah, yeah grab and go that was an experience lah mm. but it, it took up a lot of time and also choosing the right timing to go so that like we didn't like run out of stock because like i remember a few times we went we We couldn't get like cooking oil. We couldn't get eggs. We couldn't get bread. So picking the right time to go when the stocks were just put in the shelves. So that that was quite tricky as well. So you, we learn a bit of tricks and tips to when's the best time to go, lah. Yeah, yeah, I think we all kind of found our own ways to navigate this. You know, the 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 mayhem of the supermarket during MCO. Mm. For me, I ended up going a lot on Friday evenings after right. finishing work. Yeah. Because I knew that there wouldn't be that many people, and really? so there weren't. I depends where you go, so lah. Mm. I chose the supermarket. <laughs> so the first first couple of weeks, I would like go to a few different ones and see, okay, which is the least crowded, and that became the one that was the least crowded became my go to, mm. and I ended up going there throughout. The rest yeah. of the MCO on Friday evenings, because it, it, there was no line. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up having pretty easy shopping trips. Mm. It's funny lah that you mentioned this time crunch that they put you on because I have so many people of my friends and they would tell me, hey, you know, my parents are so bored. They just go out to grocery shop, and mm. they would end up lingering in the store because they have nothing to do, and that was their way of passing the time. <laughs> they were killing time by browsing through the aisles, which is not good lah. You're supposed to stay at home, right? Yeah. But it's funny to see the ways that we all came up with to. Co- with the MCO in our yeah. own way. Yeah, so Soraya, what are some of the other cons that you've experienced like, you know, family and stuff? Yeah, so my parents live so close to me. They're like 10 right. minutes away. Oh wow, so close. So close, but I could I barely saw them because yeah. we were just, you know, you know, and when I did swing by the house, it was always for a really short while, like maybe 20 minutes. And they would actually actively dodge me. They were like, "She's been outside. Don't, don't go near her." Doing some acrobatics, you know, you know, just to like make sure that they didn't. They they stayed one meter away from Did me. Did you feel weird? Yeah, it was like to see like my dad, who's quite a slob, blah. Okay, he sits in his chair all day long on the phone, right? And suddenly here he is, like, you know, like avoiding me with flexibility. <laughs> I've never seen him put on, right? So yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I completely understand mm. why we were like that, lah. But we didn't have any, you know. I always go to their house for Sunday night dinner, yeah. and we didn't do that for months. Yeah, speaking of which, I think for us Malaysians, we were a little bit more paranoid than people outside there. But I think it was good. I think it was mm. required, mm. and I'm glad that we were sensible about wearing right. masks, unlike so many other countries. A lot of people were conscious, so, so that yeah. was great. And I think we we listened to the authorities. Mm. We weren't defiant. We wore our masks. You know, masks didn't become a political. 
battleground like it, <laughs> like it has become in the US where it's so ridiculous I mean that's a whole different ball game but yeah. we we're sensible la. not but too bad la. yeah it wasn't too bad better on the back yeah and so I didn't see my family properly but at least I got to see their faces mm. and you know pick up fruit from them sometimes yeah. or drop off stuff from them but you didn't get to see your family for months right yeah, because they're like, in Seremban yeah so it's one state away right so we couldn't travel interstate for that whole period so initially when I came back here to KL I thought it was going to be a, a one week thing because like I thought oh I'm probably going to see you by the end of the week mm-hmm. but it turned out to be a what two month three month thing yeah. right so for the longest time so that happened and uh, I didn't see my parents I had a dog which I just adopted a couple months back oh, so I yeah. didn't I was a bit sad that I didn't get to see it grow so I remember when I went back two to three months later after they opened up interstate borders when I went back my dog was way bigger than I remember <laughs> how, how she was <laughs> Yeah, so they grew yeah, up so, so fast. So I mean, I was just not used to it because the longest I would be away from home is what two to three weeks. That's mm-hmm. because I make it a point to at least go back every weekend, lah, because it's nice. But like this time, I was forced to, so it felt very, very weird. And my parents were, I think they they, they felt the same as well. Mm-hmm. So my parents, one thing funny about them is like naturally when they call me, the first thing they ask is when you're coming back, mm-hmm. right? And this time they did it, but I think. It's not like they forgot the fact that you can't travel interstate. It's just like, oh, when are you going to be back? Yeah, like a longing. A longing feeling. Mm-hmm. La. So in that sense, it's a bit tough la, being mm-hmm. away from home for a while. Yeah, but like I'm glad it's all over. It's much better. We I could we could travel interstate a bit more freely now. Yeah. So you know we've sort of we're now in the RMCO Recovery Movement Control Order. Um, but some companies, um, I think Twitter for example, they were saying that now they will allow all employees to work from home forever. Yeah. And I think now that we all know that we actually could adapt to yeah. working from home and and the new normal. The, the question is, do you actually prefer? Flexible work arrangements. Hmm. Would you like to be able to work from home more from now on? Like, let's say your company was like, okay, la, you can work from home forever. Would you take that option? Hmm. I would love the choice. If my company goes to me and say, like, hey, you could choose to work wherever you want. Like, you could choose to come to office. You have something important. Great. But you've got nothing to do. You can stay at home. It doesn't make any difference. Then it's great. It's nice, you know, to, to have that, that sense of flexibility. That's, that's good. But, of course, if it means working from home every day for the next few years, then, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I like, need that interaction, you know? Yeah, I think so. Nothing nothing beats just being in the office, yeah, right? And your colleagues right. bring snacks, you get to have some. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I mean, like, I think if we continue working from home for the next few years or something, there'll be a lot of things that you might miss out. You, you miss out meeting different people. You miss out the conversation. I think you'll feel a bit weird when you speak to someone too because, like, I felt somehow I was... A, little bit affected because I was like we didn't have conversations with the circle outside from my house right so you know when, when coming back I felt like I was a bit I was stuttering a lot <laughs> oh no yeah your grasp of the language and just of speech yeah so I, I mean like yeah so I had a total of seven months of of very little social exposure right <laughs> oh no you had gone into a cave <laughs> yeah so that happened in that sense it's a bit crazy to see how interaction change as well mm-hmm. um, like between colleagues in between colleagues here's a very small example of how I found this a little bit weird because when all of us were working home I remember one of my housemates he had a tough time with his job as well Mm. but mainly because the way his colleagues 
treated him because so they treated him differently during the MCO because uh, yeah it felt a bit funny because while he was at office everything was okay everything was great but mm-hmm. when when he was at home he was having a very very tough time dealing with his bosses his colleagues and whatnot because he felt like they were being a little bit more disrespectful in that sense but but then it really got me thinking because like throughout this whole period the only thing you had in between both of you is is a computer screen right yeah and if you don't turn off your video it's just your voice. So in that sense you don't see that person face to face right and I I wouldn't speak for everyone but it may lead to a point where you lose all your filters when you speak to someone So what were they saying to like were they speaking to him rudely because they felt that that distance and because they the, the, mainly I think it's because like you know how companies they struggled during this period I think his company was one of them who in a way was very affected so everyone was very much stressed out but Stressing out was one, but the way how they sort of pass on your struggles, your daily struggles to your subordinates, mm. that's a whole different question right there. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone goes through str- stress, but that doesn't, I mean, should that justify you turning into Being, a, a yeah. nasty boss? Yeah, you don't have to be rude, you don't have to be disrespectful. Mm. At the end of the day, you guys are still employed under the same company, you guys work for the company, right? So everyone shares a, a similar value. So now that he's gone back to work... It has actually improved. It's kind of it's just it's just crazy to think that all it took was working from home to immediately make them lose that sense of decorum and mm. you know mutual respect. And suddenly gaining 10 kg over uh, the MCO doesn't seem quite as bad as being treated so badly exactly, yeah. by your boss. So I, I felt quite bad for him because like this guy, he he really loves his job, but everything changed in that span of two to three months because he lost his interest. He lost a little bit of self esteem mm. in, in that sense because like you know. How would you feel if you're if you do your job that you really like and and then you get told off you're you're making crap work and you're yeah. you're uh, not being responsive you're not doing what's best for the company but at the same time you are like you know I'm doing the best I can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like there's no way around this yeah what what's weirdest to me is that they just went right back to being normal when everyone went back to the office I guess to summarize we we both do enjoy some mm-hmm. form of flexibility I don't know if I pref- I don't I can't say that I prefer working from home because I I think we can agree that we both really missed the right. office you know even fighting through traffic jams right now I'm still fine with it I'm like oh that's okay well I know I'm sitting in a jam right now but at least I'll end up at the office around people that I like and my right. team it, it's nice to have the option of working from home if we can have it but I, I still appreciate the environment of the office um, I guess all in all MCO had its pros it had its cons working from home same thing I'm just grateful that at the end of the day we had our jobs we're very lucky though because like I've known some people who have actually been affected to the point where they've lost their uh, jobs mm-hmm. and it's quite tough right you know times are tough you've got this whole thing where where we are very limited we, it's not like we could go anywhere we've got to be extra careful and then upon that you lose your job as well Yeah. so it's not something easy to experience but Thankfully, we both have our jobs. I don't think so. My job was in any way somehow affected by this. Maybe it was, but just not as life-changing, I would say. Mm, yeah. Mm. So despite my complaining about my long hours yeah. and despite your 10 kilogram weight gain, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, we have that gratitude. Lah. You know, we didn't struggle to afford yeah. food or to make ends meet. I didn't have a problem paying rent. 
I yeah, don't think you too. did either. Yeah, I know. Um, and great. at least we have technology, mm-hmm. right? We had in the internet to help us stay on top of work, but also stay in touch with the people that we love. So it all in all, it was, it was interesting, but. It's a fruitful experience, I would say. Yeah, very, yeah. very fruitful experience. We learned some stuff. I think we've picked up some skills here and there. But would I do this again? Probably not. <laughs> and I hope, and I hope we won't have to again. And yeah. I hope that we don't have like a third wave and go back mm-hmm. into lockdown and quarantine. And let's hope for the best. Yeah, I mean, I know we'll be able to do it because we've done it before. But it would be nice to not have to. So everybody, please wear your masks, mm. social distancing, wash your hands, all of that good stuff. All right, so that wraps up our topic for today. Uh, working from home. Well, by the way, if you enjoyed our new intro and outro, you can always check out Nidusmas. So these are the guys who actually created that very very funky beat. You can check them out on Instagram at n i d u s m a s m u s i c Nidusmas Music. Right? If you didn't catch that, it's Samsudin backwards. Music. Well, till next time. I'm Soraya. I'm Daryl. Thank you very much. See you next time. See you next time.